Kiana. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back. Now, tonight I want to talk about toxic masculinity with you. Um, first, I want to give a def- definition because, you know, I like definitions. I need the topic to be clear. You know, uh, toxic masculinity, uh, it refers to the stereotypically masculine gender roles that restrict the kinds of emotions allow for boys and men to express, including social expectations that men seek to dominate. What are your thoughts about that? thoughts about the definition or toxic masculinity? Toxic masculinity altogether. Um, I think it is just as the definition says, I think it's toxic. I think it's one of the, the underlying reasons for the whole Me Too movement and all that being that just like it said, it, it creates a hierarchy between men and women and so therefore men are going to continue to do what they're taught because their dad taught them and the dad's going to teach what their dad taught them. So if there's gender roles and then if men are considered uh, higher in the hierarchy than females, so females are therefore inferior, then mm. I think it's definitely a problem. Mm. So you feel like um, that men that... Okay, so let me, let me put this. So you think the majority of men think that women are inferior to them? Most definitely. And it's not just them thinking that. It's they're taught that. Hmm. So it's like you're taught you have to take care of her. She's fragile. She's incapable of taking care of herself. Hmm. Just like when you were talking, when we talked about the... And, What's going on? You're kind of breaking up. Hello? Yes, Keanu, we got your back. Yes. Now you were saying? Um, I think the last thing I was just giving an example of when we spoke about the rape culture and you said that women shouldn't go places by themselves. They should always have a man with them. And I was just saying like things like that, you didn't mean that in a negative way, but Mm -hmm. just having to think like that just shows that there's definitely a hierarchy and that men are perceived to be the ones that are strong and that are the protectors. So perpetuating that definitely has a, makes a separation between men and women. Mm. Yeah, but you know, like, um, even when I was saying that, I was uh, meaning in a way like, because um, we are, because to be honest, we are fit more physically stronger naturally than women. And if if somebody is perceived to be a threat, if they see y'all with a man, they're less likely to try to harm you in any type of way. You know, don't you don't you agree with that? Um, sure. <laughs> that doesn't sound like you agree with it at all. You know I don't agree with that. You know I don't. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Just that type of mindset, thinking that I have to have a man for somebody to think like, oh, man, I'm not going to mess with her because a guy's with her. If people 
considered men and women equal, then that wouldn't even be a thing. Like I wouldn't, a guy wouldn't have to think, oh, should I bother her today? Because she's with a guy or should I, you know, should I not bother her rather because she's with a guy and then, oh, I'll bother her because she's alone. Like if we were considered to be equal on the same playing field, then they would be like, oh, I'm not going to bother her on the basis of whatever, or I'm going to bother her just because that's what the hell I'm going to do or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. And I know you weren't saying that in a negative way. I'm just saying mm. that just, it, it's, you're taught that. So being mm. that it's something that's taught is going to be perpetuated continuously. So that's all I was saying. So how would you define masculinity then? So just like it's, it's definitely defined by gender roles. So a lot of the time masculinity is just perceived to be more of your alpha male. So like the, I'm so strong, I'm so tough, um, I don't cry, I have no emotions other than anger. Like look how mm. angry I can get, look how physical I can be. I think that's predominantly what society looks at as masculinity versus like if you're just like you're a man but to be a man you have to be strong you have to be like a protector I'll I'll fight this anybody like I'll I can beat up everyone I'm the strongest I'm the biggest like the toughest rather like that's what society projects masculinity as so what do you how do you define on the flip side how do you find femininity then um, anything not masculine <laughs> consider feminine like anything else like you could have you could have a guy that's clearly a man he likes females but he doesn't go to the gym all the time or he doesn't let's go with okay perfect example so you have a guy he's 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 a heterosexual which is a part of being masculine um he's a heterosexual male but he doesn't like sports the first thing that somebody says is he's a bitch or, like, he's not a man because he doesn't like football or he doesn't like any type of sport. That's the first thing. Like, he's a bitch. Those type of things. Oh, like, that's, oh. what I, that's what I mean. So, pretty much anything that's not being strong and tough and aggressive is considered feminine. Yeah, well, I don't think, like, men that don't like sports are bitches. I mean, you know, I do think, though, like... Men that are effeminate or that act effeminate, I think you could label them as bitches. And what is effeminate? I mean, like effeminate uh, would be um, having qualities of a woman um, that are traditionally uh, for women, like you know, having a lot of sass, um, you know, not really taking care of your um, household, uh, the being dependent. Another, See again, team. that's what I'm talking about. Just right there, you just you just labeled me as dependent. You labeled me as not taking care of my household and sassy. Like that's that's the whole idea of anything not considered masculine is feminine. And then <laughs> anything that men think like, oh, I'm supposed to do this, that, and the third, then if it's not being done, then you're a bitch. When they have females out here doing more than men are doing, and then and when I do hmm. that, like I, I can say me, I'm out here doing it for my damn self. I'm not dependent. I'm quite independent. I'm I'm sassy, but um, 
<laughs> I, I take care of my household. So then does that make me masculine? No. That makes me a bitch or somebody that doesn't know her role or her place. That's the problem. That's the whole, so, whole concept that goes around masculinity. Like, and the, well, rather so, toxic masculinity because it's just, it creates toxic relationships between men and women. So I have a question then. So do you reject uh, male leadership in a relationship? Not necessarily. Mm. So, but I don't feel like it is... I'm not going to say necessary. I don't feel like it has to happen all the time like a male would feel. Like I don't have a problem with being in a relationship and us being equal because I think that's the whole concept anyway. Like For us to compliment one another, not for you to take care of me or me to take care of you in the op like I don't I don't think in a relationship that my man has to come in and take care of me financially only and then I have to take care of him everywhere else. Like I think I like an equal relationship where people understand that I'm here to better you and you're here to better me. Not I'm here to take care of you and you here to pay the bills. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, don't you think that an equal relationship or equal relationship would have to be like equal responsibility, though? Like, so what would be your like? I, I, I'm, you know, me, like, I'm kind of confused. Clearly, I don't <laughs> Cle see why. Clearly, clearly the reason I am. that you're confused is because <laughs> you can't fathom what I'm saying. Because, I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand it better. It's not that I'm not. Yeah, I don't because you, it. because your whole concept is. I'm mm. a man, I'm strong, I have to take care of my household. And by take care of it, I mean financially. So, so if, no, no, not just financially, but uh, with structure, with leadership, with organization. It's just not you're right because your your wife can't be your wife is not the structural one or the organized one. When in in, in actuality, men feel like that's what they're doing and they're not. Their wives are doing all of that. And they feel like, oh, well, if it wasn't for my great leadership, she wouldn't have the ability to be organized and run this household like it should be ran. Because of my leadership and me making sure she's doing the right thing, um, that's why we succeed. Negative, sir. Negative? So Completely negative. So why do people succeed in relationships? That is, no, that's not... That's what the hell I just said. I'm, I'm like, trying. I'm trying. We just went I'm, to a whole another realm. Hey, I'm we were talking to, about. We we're talking I'm trying to about. Understand. We're not. That wasn't even a relationship situation. That was okay. you being a man. In quotes, I have air quotes here. A okay. man saying that you provide structure, you provide organization, mm -hmm. you provide stability, and. In other words, and do you, so you find something wrong with that? Does not provide those things, and if no, you I'm not there, saying that, they I'm not be saying, there. I'm not saying that the woman doesn't provide those things or had the ability to provide those things. Oh yeah, leadership. But how, I forgot how, about that one. How, however, I do feel like it's my responsibility as a man. You, you, do you find something wrong with that? Yes, that's that's the whole idea of toxic. Okay, okay, right into. Okay, so you fit right into it. You're you're you are the ideal candidate mm. for this. For, because, for toxic masculinity. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. 
like I said, it's a perpetuated situation. Like mm. the whole ideology of it is you have to be strong. You have to be the man. You have to all the traits that embody a man. This is what you have to be. And the male figure in your life, even or even your mother, they teach you this as a child. Oh, if you hurt yourself, don't cry. Bucket, like get up and, and keep it moving. Uh, when you get in a relationship, make sure you take care of your girl. Like, make sure you, 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 you know, if y'all go out, you have to get the bill. Um, when you're in a relationship, you make sure you go to work. She, and don't you worry about cleaning the house and shit. She's supposed to do that. That's her role. So, like I said, it's not your fault. It's something that's taught. So, it, it would have to be something that men unlearn and it's not being taught for it to no longer be in existence and that's not going to happen. So why do you think society places these demands on men and women then? Be, be, like predominantly based on like what was it in the 20s where it was uh, it was designated that women don't quote me on dates I'm horrible with history dates but okay. like when the women had to be like your job you couldn't get a job outside of the home this is when things definitely like Start when society was created, it was already jacked, but anyways. So, like, I'm a man, I go out and I can make money. You're a woman, your place is in the home. So, guess what? You stay home and you clean and you take care of the children that I'm I say that we have to have, and you're not allowed to go out and get a job and make the same money that I make because then you might want to think for yourself and you might want to buy things for yourself. <laughs> And we can't have that. Mm. Like, I think, but I, but but you know what I'm saying. Like, even like with toxic toxic masculinity, and when we we're talking about like um, rape culture and the Me Too movement, like, like I was saying, like I feel like that's only reserved for black men, like who who assert themselves and become self efficient. I don't and think. That's in- and that's not it because white men are being accused in the Me Too movement now. But are they getting punished? To prosecution, that's because of the racist platform that we have now. That could be a whole nother conversation. But that it's not. It wasn't created for black men. It was it when mm. it was it was created for women to be able to say, "Hey, yeah." It wasn't a, the whole Me Too movement is supposed to be an empowerment situation. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for a woman to go and say, hey, guess what? I've been raped. Because nine times out of ten, the, the cop that you have to go and tell this to is a man. And as we discussed, men don't necessarily think women get like are being raped and that it's affecting them in the way that it does. So why would I go out of my way to report a man to another man who already doesn't believe me or think that I, I'm telling the truth or think that I actually am affected in the way that I'm saying that I am by this because he feels, he also feels like I have the right to that. Like I'm the man you're the woman. This is what you are here for. So if I want it, I can have it. And what? That's, that's why it's not it's not a just a black thing. It's a male thing. Yeah, so but you know a, the thing is though, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair to say. Which part? The part about oh I'm a man and I just and it's just here for me to have and that's that's just what it is. I don't I don't think that's fair to say. 
Um, let's let's see. So in a relationship, when a man goes out and he works so very hard at his job, and um, his wife also goes out and works so very hard, probably not as hard as him though, because she's a woman. Um, <laughs> she goes out, she comes home. She not he comes no. When a man comes home, he typically gets to take his shoes off and wait for that good old wife to give him his dinner. But she has to come home, and if there's children, she has to take care of them, help them with their homework, clean the house, make dinner for that man that, you know, is really tired from his very hard job. And then also later, if he wants to have sex with her, do that as well. And if she doesn't, it's a problem. So tell me how men don't believe that that's theirs or that's something that a woman has to do. Because any time when guys talk about females, they be like, oh, yeah, she claimed that she was tired or she claimed that she was this. Like, that's why our relationship didn't work. Like, she wasn't really matching my energy I, when it was time for us to get it in. Like, I don't think that's, yeah. I don't think that's accurate on most relationships of men and women. <laughs> I really don't. Okay. And another thing is, like, my thing is this. Like, you, you don't hear men talk about, like, toxic femininity because of the fact we don't think you having feminine characteristics or poisonous. Like, we, no, we, <laughs> of we don't. Like, we don't. All, we don't trip on feminine this, characteristics. A man created this, but a man created what? Feminine characteristics. What? Feminine characteristics. Yes, yeah, when society was created, it wasn't created by a woman first. Okay. Okay. So not. Uh, okay. So let's. So let's get away from um, typical Western society standards, and let's go back into history. Like, let's go back to, like, the pyramids and everything else. And before we were brought over here, when we were in Africa and things like that. You don't think those women were feminine in Africa? Or had feminine characteristics? This is the thing. Okay. <laughs> you're, the, the, the thing is, you can't go back to anything else because your reference point mm-hmm. is what you know for society now. So, yeah, regardless of what you have to say, okay, like let's 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 throw that out the window. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna base what your knowledge base comes from the society that you're in. Then let's let's go to this society now. You think men? You don't think women that have feminine characteristics, or you don't think men are going to reject feminine characteristics of a woman? Do you think men men typically would do that? Hello? 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 I I can't hear you, Kiana, if you are there. But um, I don't... I just don't think um I just don't think um <laughs> men would reject feminine characteristics from women. <coughs> well, well, well. Welcome back, Kiana. Hey. <laughs> How's your day going? Pretty Great, good. Great, how are you? Can't complain too much. Now, we're here to talk about toxic masculinity. So, 
like every show, I like to start with um, definitions. Toxic masculinity refers to the stereotypically masculine gender roles that restrict the kinds of emotions allow for boys and men to express, including social expectations that men seek to be dominant. Now, how do you feel about that? I feel like the definition is accurate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, give me your feelings about toxic masculinity. Like, do you feel like, what do you, I mean, like, what's an example of toxic masculinity to you? Um, just like the definition says, I mean, society puts, I guess, like parameters on how boys should act, how men should act, how women should act. So due to these gender roles being created, it definitely, I feel like hinders relationships between men and women, and it changes the way people act in society, being that if a boy gets hurt, he's not supposed to cry, he's supposed to suck it up. And then all that does and has him internalized feelings. And then, like it said, most time men only show anger. And like I, that just causes problems between men and women. Hmm. Hmm. So you think men um, can only show anger or does the talk to only show anger? Yeah, that's the only emotion that in many cases men are allowed to show. Like if, if you show anything other than that, then you're considered feminine and a bitch or a sissy like that's usually the thing that they're called so then why would I show that I'm hurt by this or I'm upset by that if I could just show that I'm angry about everything and it seems to be fine hmm. do you feel like that's just like men just showing strength though because just, be- just because you show no I think strength is being able to express all of your emotions and be like one with your sexuality knowing that you're not a sis that you're not a bitch because you're sad about something and you cry and that's fine. That doesn't make you any less of a man because your feelings were hurt about something or you're upset about something and you feel like you need to cry. That doesn't make you any less strong. Hmm. So you don't feel like, (laughs) so you feel like, so you don't feel like men and women should have like different roles and relationships or just in society at all. Although men, no. although men, well, men have this thing called testosterone, where more testosterone than women do. Women have it too, but men carry more of it. Why, do you, why do you do think that what? is? I mean, like, I just, that, what does that have to do with Tyrus? <laughs> I feel like that has a lot to do with how things are perceived. Is I mean, I mean, men seem to be more. Um, their role is more the protector and the provider. Because I don't see anything wrong taught. with that. That's what you're taught. Or is and that I, just? And I'm not saying okay. You or is that just nature? You're provider, that's a problem. But is that just nature though? Um, what was that? I'm sorry. Somebody it, is chiming in. Okay. So thank him. Thank you. But um, is it um, is that just nature? I mean, are men? Naturally, it's supposed to be to provide and protect us since we have more testosterone than women. I don't think you really took testosterone. Shut up. <laughs> um, I, I again don't agree with that. So, 
yeah, you you can be the protector and the provider, but that shouldn't be your only role. And that shouldn't you shouldn't feel like that's the only thing you can do in a relationship. And then therefore, because I don't have testosterone, I have to do everything else that's not perceived to be protecting or providing. Like what? Like the what the cooking usually uh, the woman's supposed to do the cooking the cleaning the raising of the children the everything else other than you like taking out the trash mowing the lawn going to work but nowadays I have to also go to work but then I also have to do everything around the house cater to you and still want to lay down and have sex at the end of the day and then it's a problem when all these things don't happen so yeah I find that problematic. Hmm. Wow. Well. Okay. So, do uh, but you know my thing about like toxic masculinity is like I was telling you before, like even with like the um, rape culture and um, certain things like the Me Too movement, I feel like that's only reserved for like black men. Like if black men choose to assert themselves in any form, it's like oh, that's toxic masculinity. Uh, we choose to assert ourselves beyond what society believes that we are then that's toxic masculinity. I and I and I don't agree with that mm-hmm. because this this term is not based on race. It's totally mm. based on gender. So okay. you could be you could be white, black, green and the problem still exists because society has taught men and women that they have different places in the way society works and in a relationship. So whether you're black, it's not relevant in this situation and it doesn't make you, you only have toxic masculinity due to you being black or, and then if a white man does it, it's not. That's why they have the whole concept of the alpha male and all that, because it's not like the alpha white male or the alpha black male, it's the alpha male because there's a certain criteria of what they have, this male does. It's not like, Oh, he's black. That's why this is what created the toxic masculinity. No, because initially when toxic masculinity was created, it wasn't like based on black men. It was created it was by based who? on the majority, which was white men. But who was it created by? It was created by a man, a white man. Mm, okay. But I do. Mm, okay, so, what? What did, that, <laughs> what did that prove? That, well, I'm just saying, like, I just feel like, you know, people are more comfortable with the um, alpha white man than they are the alpha black man. Like it just even in the workplace, I feel like people but, like like if you choose to assert yourself in a in a, um corporate America or just any any type of job in America, and you say okay, I'm gonna assert myself and be a masculine black man. That's that's a problem for people. That's, people get uncomfortable by that. And it's not a matter of you being a masculine black man. It's that now that part has to do with race. Okay. It doesn't have to do with the fact that you're a man and you're asserting yourself. It has to do with the racism in the society as of now. Okay. So being that it's a racist situation, anything you do is going to be perceived differently than what a white man does. You could be timid and calm and it's still going to be like, oh, is he plotting against us? It's always going to be something found wrong with what a black man does yes but the whole concept of toxic masculinity or masculinity in general being mm-hmm. a problem in society has nothing to do with you being a black man and being masculine and it's not even a matter of just being masculine it's the it's the things that come from it that they, this is why the whole concept came about it has nothing to do with oh you're 
masculine. It's what happens after or what doesn't happen due to these gender roles. Hmm. So on the flip side of that, do you think there's a such thing as toxic femininity? Uh, no. Mm. Why? Because there isn't. Mm. Okay. <laughs> that just isn't the such thing. What? Why, why do you think that is? Why do I think what is? There's not, there's not a such thing as toxic femininity. Because the whole concept didn't come from females being the initial problem. And it didn't come from when society created the whole gender role situation. It came from this is what a man is. And then everything else is not manly. So how do I then become toxic? Because I'm so-called what, what makes me toxic? Not following the gender role that I have. Or no. me following the gender role, and then what makes that toxic? What if I say um, just just you imposing your um... then you're a bitch. <laughs> What's that? Um, I was please please say, please please talk out loud. <laughs> oh my god, that's what you saying with me. Um, uh, I was well, my my, my friend here. She was stating that many times women are expected to be extra feminine and extra emotional. And then when you're not, you're perceived to be a bitch or not not being in your place. Like if, if like me in general, I'm not your typical female. So I'm very independent and I have no problem with that. Guys have a problem with that. And then I'm not the one that's going to be like running behind a dude. I'm not about to be in a relationship in which a guy feels like he gets to come home from work and kick his feet up and wait for me to make him dinner or clean all of the house. And then mm. he's just watching me clean it. Like that's not how that's going to work for me. Like if I'm in a relationship, I want my relationship to be 50, 50, you cook, I cook, you clean, I clean, I take out the trash, you take out the trash, whatever, so-called gender roles that society has put upon us, I don't want my relationship to uh, follow that stereo, like that stereotype at all. Like I want it to be different from what society has told me my relationship to be based on gender roles. Okay. So you think, okay, so my thing is this though, like if you're going to say that you don't, that you don't, you're not the typical female, that's you just feeding into a stereotype right there. Like nobody's calling you guys a bitch just because you're independent or you want to take care of yourself. Nobody's doing that, I don't think. That's outrageous. You're maybe you think that that's that's a that's a that's not outrageous. Complete understatement. That is definitely what happens. If some okay, if somebody says, "Oh, well, you know what? I'm gonna let you pay your bills. This this uh, I'm gonna let you pay your bills. I'm gonna let you do all this for yourself." That's that's nothing wrong with that. Like, what do you like? I don't get that. Somebody gonna call you a bitch because you feel like paying your own bills and having your own house. It's, it's, not, it's not a matter. It's not a matter of me paying my own bills because mm. most of the dudes nowadays ain't gonna have a problem with me paying my own bills because <laughs> what, what? Why would you be upset that I'm going to shell out my own money? Like, okay. So, so my thing is this. So, but at what point it does it get to when people are calling you 
a bitch or a hoe that calling out your name because because this you is don't. The, this is the thing. If you if if you're independent mm-hmm. and you're doing things for yourself, and mm-hmm. then you talk, you start talking to a guy, and you don't ask him for assistance or you don't show that you need him, then it's a problem. It's a definite problem because they're like. Well, well, you don't act like you want me here. You don't act like so. What do you want me to do? Act like a damsel in distress? But I'm not. I'm I'm very I'm very capable of taking care of myself. The the thing guys don't seem to understand nowadays is it's not it's not back then. I'm allowed to work now, and nine times out of ten I have to work to be able to pay bills, even mm-hmm. in a relationship to be able to assist my mate. I have to make this money. So if I'm not falling on the ground and expecting you to pick me up, then I think you, they men should start understanding that that's what society is now. You need, unless you have the greatest job ever, you nine times out of 10 need the help from your spouse to make stuff like comfortable for both of you. And when you're not in that, in a sense of like, oh, I need you so much. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I'm very submissive to everything you say. I don't have an opinion. I'm just you in the woman form. Then guys do have a problem with that. I don't think there's a problem with that. Like, but, you, but you just brought that word submissive. Submissive isn't a bad term. Um, if you read the definition of submissive, it is. How in the so? context of what it really is, it is a bad term. How and so? I'm not going to be submissive. And if that makes me a bitch or uh, whatever else guys want to say, then that's me and that's who I'm going to be. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. Because you're on his shit. Okay. So yeah, um so being self-sufficient. So what I was hearing was being self-sufficient that makes you um a bitch in many guys' eyes. I don't I mean like I I can't uh confirm or deny that because I don't know your experiences, like you said. I'm very um limited in those aspects. But um so do you consider yourself to be a black uh feminist or a black feminist? No, I don't fall into no feminist bull crap. Um because Feminism was created for, like, me and, me and another friend had this conversation, like, they're hella complacent. And so it was more, they wanted our help to bolster what they wanted. And once they got what they wanted, they no longer wanted to continue achieving the things that they, that, that needed to happen for women. But um, I don't put myself in categories. I just am self-sufficient and I do what I want. Because I can. Okay. There's nothing, I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. There's a lot of whispering. What's going on? Um, I have a friend here. Like I said. Mm-hmm. Well, she, um, does she want to... Do she... No, she doesn't. Okay. We're, um... okay. <laughs> she does. She does? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, she can. So I just want to add in regards to the being submissive, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with being submissive. In wait, wait, wait. Introduce yourself first. I'm sorry. I don't I don't know you. Oh, okay. yeah. This is Chanel. Oh, I apologize. Right. My name is Chanel. Okay. Nice to meet you, Chanel. Now, what were you saying? Hello? 
seems like the connection's going again for some reason. Um, yeah. So I don't know what's going on with that. Um, Hello? Yeah. So the connection is going again. Um, so the connection is going again. Um, try to get them back. Um, seems like a friend was about to get ready to. Um, chime in something that she that she was saying and I think it was gonna be real good. Um but just want to add that um I just feel like when we talk about toxic masculinity, certain things we have to be very careful of. I think that we as um black people should come together rather than seeing it being a man thing or a woman thing. For me, it's a um, race thing, it's a black thing. Um, I don't find anything wrong with women asserting themselves or being self-sufficient. Uh, hopefully women don't, black women don't find a problem with that. Um, and just want to add some things. I feel like um, when we was talking about race, I think Kiana brought up a very good point when she was saying that she wasn't a feminist because most of the time, you know, I think the white power structure brought them in to further their agenda, which was to help them get voting rights, help them get certain rights that they didn't have already, that their um, male counterparts were um, keeping them from doing back in the day. Um, also, I just wanted to say this too. Um, you know, we was talk I was talking about toxic femininity. I think the reason why you don't hear about men speaking about toxic femininity is because we don't think there's a problem with you showcasing your feminine characteristics. We don't think that's poisonous. We think that you should display those type of characteristics and that you should that you should continue to um, showcase those things. Um, but just want to say this also, if you choose to assert yourself in a system and you are a black man, you are a threat. Um, if you are a black woman claiming to be a feminist, you are an ally to white supremacy uh, because other races of women, they don't vote for their gender, they vote for their race. And I think black women as a whole, they need to become better at that. But they convince black women, most black women, that you should go against your men when they don't. Because in the scope of things, black male leadership, black alpha males are toxic and poisonous to white supremacy. I think that we, we should um, assert ourselves on both sides. And I think that we will come out pretty good. Um, I think that we're going to be unable to get Kiana back. So I just want to thank her for chiming in, thank a friend for chiming in. Maybe we could do 
even more things next time around. My next show, I was planning on doing um, uh, Truth and Friends broadcast. It was going to be me, some of my coworkers. We work in the mental health field. And um, I was going to have Kiana join us as well. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, the truth is powerful. Hello? Hello? Yeah, Mr. Deshaun, how you doing? All right. We got Dre on the line, too. Dre. What's up? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. How about you? Can't complain. Waiting on one more. So Hi, Mr. Deshaun. Hi, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> we meet again. <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's uh, go ahead and get started. Uh, I'm not gonna hold this show up for. Uh, if she come in, she come in. If she don't, she don't. Um, but tonight episode is a very special episode. I consider it'll be a very special episode. I'm gonna call it Truth and Friends. I got my friends with me. Introduce yourselves. Hello, everyone. My name is Zishon. And I'm Adrian, aka Dre. Okay. So the first topic we're gonna to talk about tonight is Takashi Six Nine arrest. Takashi Six Nine, he's a rapper based out of New York. He was recently arrested on federal charges of racketeering, robbery, and drug trafficking. Some people refer to that as the Rico. Now my number one question is Takashi made the block extremely high for black for blood members in New York. Why do y'all think they allowed him to continue his foolishness without any type of reprimand? They was making money off of him. That's simple. That's simple? That's simple. He was a cash cow. Would you say he was getting extorted? Uh, in some way, yeah. But he was too mm-hmm. stupid to know it. Until it was too mm. late. Mm. Mm. So you think he just wanted to be down? Or... Yeah. Because, you know, I feel like... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you know, not, but you know, another thing is this though, like you know, people like you know, um, Kiana, you there? Kiana? No, but you know, another thing is like um, people like white boy Rick, um, that uh, white guy that's like rich and he was like a crip in L.A. It 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 just it just boggles my mind that you know they make the black hat or they're commit a crime with some black people and they try to be down, but then once they get into those interrogation rooms, they start snitching. You know? So my next question is, why do black people tend to have white people around them that are possible agents or threats to them? Hmm. Sometimes I feel it's just access. Access? Access to what exactly? Well, I look at it like this. If I could have somebody represent me that could get me into certain hmm. places that I normally can't because of my skin color or because of where I come from, I'll hmm. use those like, people to you know, take advantage of those situations. But a lot of times they don't realize how bad it may turn out because of the attention that is getting brought to them. I mean, the thing with 6 9 was... The hip-hop police in New York were been looking at him because he claimed his gang activity. They figured he was an easy mark. 
they went after him like they went after Lil Kim. They went after him like they went after Fat Joe. Like they tried to do a fabulous with uh the street fam and all those things. But he was just too stupid to know it. And his quote unquote OGs, big homies, was just busy trying to grab all the cash they can. And like you said, he got too big, too fast, and brought too much attention to him. But they basically used him for access. So, Dre, how you feel about that? Why you think black people keep people like that for around them? Um, I mean, I feel the same way. Just like Deshaun said, it's it's access to things that we typically don't have access to. Hmm. So, do you th- so do y'all think we should have a vetting process where we allow people um, in our personal and our professional spaces that are different races? We need a vetting process, even if they are the same race. Hmm. Just because they're just... Who explain that, Mr. DeJong? Nah, it's just simple <laughs> fact. If you don't know these people, you don't know what their intentions are. That's very true. Yeah. You know, I don't trust anybody until I get to know them. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. I could, I could definitely vouch for that. Uh, but, um, yeah. So, our next topic is going to be the Jill Scott's mock blowjob. <laughs> now... <laughs> Now, like, like most, like most men, I was up there like, oh, she's doing a good job with that mic. You know what I'm saying? She mm-hmm. like, she know what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She could get the dignity with the quickness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jill, like she knew what she was doing. Yeah. However, you know, um, I thought about something too, though. First, off, I want to get you guys thoughts. What are y'all? What are you guys thoughts on that? I mean, the whole thing. I mean, honestly, Jill Scott been like that. If you haven't heard Quan Royal, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, she was um, she was actually a little upset about that, though. I mean, she was saying that the video was old, and I guess not really upset about her actions, but the way that it was shown. And you know, um, she said a lot of guys were sending her DMs, and she was just not appreciative of that at all. Hmm. Cause you know, I thought about something. I was like, um, "Damn, Jill Scott! Jill Scott is a mother." Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when a when a kid goes to school, I think a kid was like nine or ten years old or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's definitely a school age child. You know, who's old enough to, you know, get backlash from it. Yeah. So and he's defensive against that. So I was thinking about that, and I was just like, "What could, what are the ramifications of that?" You know what I'm saying? Since she is a mother. I mean, but that's the thing about it. Even though she is a mother, she was an entertainer first. She's been out mm-hmm. there. So it's like that comes with becoming a celebrity child. You become a target. It's not like you're mm. brought into this world intentionally wanting to become that, but you're a child of a celebrity. It comes with stakes as well as privilege. So, I mean, you just got to suck that up. Now, if she want to be one of those people, okay, since I have a child... <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna get out the spotlight completely. That's fine. That's good. But she gotta make bread, so he benefit from her stage performances and the album she put out. I mean, he's a child, but yeah, we didn't have kids. You grew up in the metro uh, area. You know how we do as kids. Even if your parents not famous, yeah, we rib each other over the smallest names. Yeah, but that just giving kids more ammunition, like. 
Like you said, he got to suck it up. And somebody be like, hey, your mom got to suck it up. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Your mom know how to suck it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, this is going to give kids even more ammunition. You know what I'm saying? Also, too, so. I mean, I would add in, um, even though, you know, we're in this world full of technology and all of these children have cell phones and this kind of thing, um, children that age bracket really shouldn't even have access to that. Would your son mm-hmm. be able to see that, Tyrus? Yeah, because he got YouTube. He got he actually has a YouTube channel. Okay. You know, um, he has some parental vi- guys on it, and he's. I told him he could never put his picture up there because you know they got like pedophiles and all types of other widow widows out there on the internet. But he does have a YouTube channel. Okay. Well, I know my son. They like say has a YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, all that type of stuff. But he had it since, I'm going to say, before he was 13. And a lot of those websites mm-hmm. had a guideline, okay, make sure your child 13 years old or older before they activate our account. And like I said, they always around that. So, I mean, I'm sure he could see it, his classmates could see it and stuff like that. But that you said, the video was old. It's, it's been out there. It just happened to resurface. I'm sure his mom, the type of woman she portrays herself, I'm sure his mom been explained to him what she do for a living, how she do at her shows, and things of that. I mean, he has, I mean, I'm not trying to be messy, but he has other things in his life he need to worry about. You know, jail, then to what? Two husbands and plus his father. So I'm sure he didn't see some things worse than that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we about to, um so you guys we about to go ahead and take a um brief brief intermission then we gonna come right right back because of the fact I'm trying to get uh Kiana on the line she says she has trouble logging in or whatever okay. mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it back to y'all again and we are gonna come back because I really want um we want to talk about this black women selling thing and I really need <laughs> all I really need all hands on deck I need everybody on deck so we about to take a brief intermission I'm gonna hit y'all right back okay. Right? 